Hello, my beautiful friends. Hello. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. So, welcome to the Secrets of a Witch podcast with me, Sabrina Scott, where I talk about everything from life, love, healing, to spirituality, witchcraft, tarot, magic. Did I say that? (laughs) And everything in between. And today's topic is probably going to piss off a lot of people. And you know what? I batted this idea back and forth in my head for a little bit um, before recording this. And I just decided to go for it. Even though I'm sure some of you guys are going to be like, oh my god, I like don't agree. Or just be like, oh my god, I hate you now. I think you're crazy. Or whatever. Um... But I do think this is an important topic, and I really don't believe in stifling myself. I really believe in sharing my truth, sharing my ideas, and oftentimes my ideas are a little bit unconventional, or I come at things in a different direction, I would say, than most people, and... So sometimes that means that not everyone is down for the Sabrina vibe party time. (laughs) But you know what? I don't know. Whatever. So if you guys hate me by the end of this episode, that's cool. I've just decided that life is too short to like not say what I have to say because, you know, people are going to be grumpy. Like that is like absolutely not a me problem. That is a whoever is grumpy problem. And so here we go. Today's topic, politics, 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 politics. And the reason for that is today we have the mayoral election in my beautiful home city of Toronto. I've lived here for 18 years and the dude who was the mayor for a long fucking time, he stepped down because he cheated on his wife with a staffer fucking scandalous and I think he did the right thing by stepping down because that was a really unethical thing to do but anywho that means that just a few months after he was elected for the millionth time now we've got this totally new election happening with a ton of people running and there is like no clear winner like there's someone who ran a bazillion years ago who was a pretty well-known like left-wing in Canada anyway, politician, and so she probably, she, like, has a pretty good chance, I would say, but you never know, like, everyone thought she was a shoe in back in, like, 2014 or something, but she lost to somebody, and that was a shock to everyone, because the polls kept saying it was, she would be a shoe in so you never really know, like, I don't think it's a foregone conclusion that she's gonna win, I think it's anyone's, almost anyone's race right now, I would say it's between like four or five different candidates. And I really do think if you live in Toronto, if you're listening to this, you should absolutely vote today. So please do it. It takes like literally 10 minutes in and out. Easy, breezy, breezy, breezy. But the candidate that I am voting for, (laughs) like I was really not sure if I should post about it on Instagram because most of my audience is on the left. Most of my audience is American. So one thing I want to say too is that the left and the right in the States and the left and the right in Canada is two very different things, two totally different countries, 
two completely different sets of like ways of running things and health systems and social support systems and just two totally different situations. I've spent half my life in both countries, so I guess nearly now it's a little bit more here back in Canada. But everything is like pretty different. But those of y'all who have been on my journey for the last 10 years, I've been a public human in some way for like 10 years now, which is crazy. But those of y'all who have been following me, you will know that I used to be on a super far left. Like I used to be a total like hippie type of activisty person, like one of those social justice people. And so as I've gotten older, as I've read a lot more, as I've learned more things, as I've incorporated more global perspectives into my thinking and less perspectives that are only North American in their understanding of things, my politics have really shifted. And another thing that shifted my politics was... And by the way, like my disclaimer is I'm not going to proselytize or like try to convince anyone over to how I believe. I'm just kind of talking about political shifts in this episode. So if you're already rolling your eyes, like just like stick with me here. <laughs> but over the pandemic, I like I lived across from this gorgeous park that basically became a tent city. Like it became a homeless encampment. And I remember when I talked about this back in 2020, when I moved at the height of the pandemic just to get away from it, I got a lot of flack and I had some students leave. I had some people who are big fans of me, like publicly denounce me. I had some people try to cancel me. And you know what? I'm just like over it. Like I would rather just say what I have to say. And if people want to spend their time like trying to cancel me, like go off, you know, like whatever, go ahead, try to waste your time doing that. That's up to you. I would rather be out here being creative and having fun and making money and having fun with friends and whatever. But you know, if that's not how people want to spend their spare time, then like whatever. But anyway, so it was a really eye opening and crazy experience for me. And like it's stressful to talk about but I'm talking about it because it's important and it really shifted a lot of how I see this issue and so I saw this like tent encampment happen and this was like a neighborhood that I had lived in for that exact home I'd lived in for 10 years but that neighborhood I'd lived in for 15 years and this whole situation, which I will describe in just a second, like it got so bad that I decided to leave my neighborhood of 15 years and move to the complete opposite end of the city and be in a place that felt safer and less sketchy. So I got to watch people overdose from my bedroom window, like literally while I was sitting in bed. I had to call the fire department because the tents had got set on fire. And there's piles of needles on the sidewalk. I would watch like one drug deal at least every time I left the house. Like I'd grab groceries or whatever. Um, what else happened? Piles of human poop on my doorstep. People literally shooting up heroin and smoking crack. Like literally in the alleyway between my house and the house that was next to me. I could go on and on. Um, gunshots every other night. People screaming at each other, breaking bottles, domestic violence stuff until four in the morning. It was insane. And I got chased down the street in the middle of broad daylight by crackheads. It was honestly a very unsafe thing, unsafe place. And I would have nightmares 
like almost every night about like me afraid of stepping on needles in the grass in the park because it was always a favorite thing of mine as a witchy person who loves the earth to just walk barefoot in the grass and I used to be able to do that in that park in that neighborhood but over time it just got worse and worse and worse and it got even worse during the pandemic and suddenly just like I had to like make a move and so I left that neighborhood so I'm not in that neighborhood anymore um and that was a really sad thing for me, like, to have to leave my, my you know, my favorite neighborhood at the time in the city. I think my vibe has changed a little bit as I've gotten older and as the city has changed a bit. And a lot of my ideas around this really started to change. Like, I had, like, one of my really good friends from high school, her younger sister died of a drug overdose uh, the year before the pandemic so I got to go to that funeral, and I had seen her in that park um, that was across the street from my old place just a few days before that happened, and it's just devastating. Like, the ways that the drugs and the violence has taken over the city, um, if you guys aren't in the city, you might not know that there's been murders. There's been a woman set on fire on the bus last summer and she died by by a total stranger like 16 year olds are being murdered by just sitting on a bench waiting for the subway like it's insane the level of danger that has been happening in the city and I've lived here for 18 years um and I've never seen a city like this ever and this is this is my home this is a place I've come to love I don't really see myself leaving the city it's it's home you know, like it's near and dear to me and it really pains me to see this place that I love become like literally a hellscape, like shithole hellscape. And my neighborhood now is like pretty safe, I would say. There's like the occasional sketchy thing, sketchy human. But I would say generally speaking, it's like not that bad. And that's how I like it. I like to feel safe. I, you know, but it's like what I can't just like live my whole life in this neighborhood. So it's like I do go downtown. I do go to my old neighborhood. Like I do go to like various places in the city that do have a higher proportion of sketchy ass situations happening. And I just became really disillusioned with what I saw the left that I used to love so much and that I used to find so much belonging in. I used to find like so much peace within the left and so much hope. And over the years, like I worked for some nonprofits on the left and that was fucking disillusioning because I would spend all this time designing all these pamphlets in all these different languages that would just get talked about in a report to ask for more funding, but that would actually just sit unopened and not distributed in the copy room. So don't even get me started about not-for-profits and how it's mostly a sham. But anyway, um, <laughs> I got to see what the left was doing during the pandemic around all of this stuff. And like protesting the removal of encampments and then once they would get arrested like raising money for for lawyers and bail or whatever and it's just like what the fuck like it just really made me lose respect for the left the way they were dealing with this like fucking adolescent children lashing out against their parents like it just seemed like this reenactment of like childishness where the government and the police and rules and whatever is a stand-in for their parents or whoever grump like they're grumpy at like whatever authority and then they just get to basically be adult children screaming and stomping their feet and like 
you know, brandishing their fists. And it just was very juvenile to me. And I just didn't see the point. Like, that's not helping anybody. Like, if they want to claim that they help, want to help these people who are homeless, like, I'm pretty sure, like, raising money for your grown-ass housed person lawyer fees is, like, a fucking waste of everyone's time and money. That really didn't need to be a suck of resources in the first place. And I just find the whole thing very fucking childish. And I really started to see the left from a really different perspective because then I saw all these people basically saying we support our neighbors in tents and it's like y'all don't fucking live here like all these people coming from their cushy neighborhoods being supportive of the people in tents but it's like you don't actually live next to the tent and so I just saw this romanticism and this fantasy and this disillusionment well I became disillusioned to be honest they were fucking hopeful and insane and I just saw all of this and then I saw posters for anti-eviction yoga that looked like it was a spoof, but it was not a spoof. It was real. And so, yes, yoga amongst the crack pipes and drug needles and as a show of solidarity. And it was like, honestly, the most delusional thing I've ever heard of in my life. And it just showed to me how out of touch people were with what is actually going to make a difference. And like, I just started reading a lot more about a lot of this stuff, thinking a lot more about it, reflecting a lot more about it. I had a lot more life experiences just dealing with this shit up close and personal and seeing the different approaches, you know, from the left, from the right here in Canada. And my fucking politics changed, my friends. And this is really dangerous for me to say because a lot of my audience is on the left and a lot of my audience comes from people who are activist-y, like, more radical leftists, and, you know, so it's very dangerous for me to even say this out loud, to claim that this is my truth, this is my belief, this is my politics at the moment, and because I've gained more information, you know, I gained more information, I gained more life experiences, and my perspective shifted, and, um, you know, I just decided I'm going to be honest about this, out in public and just say it even though I'm a business not just like a personal page so I guess I am kind of both because I don't really want to feel like I need to keep my mouth shut about what I believe in order to gain people's acceptance and if I have to keep my mouth shut in order for people to accept me then like maybe they're not the people for me you know and so I've decided to be like a little bit more out and loud and proud about my politics and identifying as a conservative in the Canadian spectrum of politics. And again, I don't really know where I would fit in the American spectrum of politics. So like, relax, my fellow American friends. Uh, the Canadian political system is very different. But that up here, that is where I align myself. And the person I'm voting for for mayor I only learned his name because I did a voting quiz, like, to figure out, like, literally just went in blind, like, knowing nothing about really most of the candidates and filled it out with my heart. And he was the number one choice in terms of what I actually think about all these things. So I'll be voting for him. His name is Anthony Fury. But even aside from that, like, you know, vote for whoever you want, but I've decided that I don't want to live a life where I have to be afraid of talking about who I am. Uh, you know, like, I'm queer, I am disabled, I am all these things, and I'm also a conservative, and everyone just needs to fucking relax about it. And 
I don't, like, I'm interested in being friends with people from all across the spectrum. I'm interested in working with clients from all across the spectrum. I'm interested in working with students from all across the spectrum. And I'm okay with that. And I think I'm just at a point in my life where I really value people of differing opinions. And I really value people who are willing to read books by people they don't agree with and read books by people who they've never heard of and read books and just like fucking think thoughts. And I think one of my issues with the left, as I have spent way too much time experiencing in it, is like they really are about these like thought crimes. It's like you can't even think this. You can't even read a book by that person. You can't even you know, then you're automatically evil. And like, I've even heard it from people here. It's like when they hear who I'm voting for, it's like, oh, so you're a bad person. Oh, so you're evil. And it's like, then these people go ahead to like completely misunderstand and like have no idea about like what the person I'm voting for actually stands for. And it's just very interesting. And like, obviously there can be ignorance on all sides. Like I'm not on the far, far right end of the spectrum. Like, I believe in abortion. I believe in queer and trans rights. Like, you know, which I shouldn't even have to say. But there's so many misconceptions about what the right is. And people just think it's this big blob of the same craziness. But just like the left, it's a spectrum. Everything is a spectrum. And what I wish is that people were okay with assuming that there are intelligent people on different sides of the equation and one of the things that's really bothered me is just this idea that like oh if you're on the right then you must be a dumbass or you must be evil or you must be an asshole or you must be a bigot or you must be racist or you must be sexist or you must be this or you must be that and to be honest with you I've encountered a lot more of those bullshitteries within the left than I have with the right at least the Canadian version of the right and Again, I'm, like, not on the far right. Like, I'm not a Andrew Tate type of person. I'm not a Donald Trump type of person. Like, I'm not going to get into all of the nitty-gritties of everything because it doesn't really matter. Like, my point here is just that what I really hope for everyone is that we're open to new perspectives, that we're open to reading books by people we think that we probably will disagree with, and to be open to shifting our mind once we're given more information, once we think more thoughts, once we experience more life, you know, and once we incorporate more globalized perspectives into our thinking, once we are actually willing to see things from various people's perspectives. I think that's really, really important. And so it's like sometimes when people hear some of the books that I've read or that I'm reading, like someone slid into my DMs the other day, like, people were asking me about like, oh, you're a capitalist. I'm like, damn straight, I'm a capitalist. And someone was like, well, what about this? What about that? Like, you know, basically trying to like, you know, find me in a quagmire. And they're like, oh, what are your sources? Blah, 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 blah. And it's like, like, I basically told this person like, well, you know, like a lot of people on the right have written about your exact concerns about capitalism like I really encourage you to go read some of those books or just like to do a little bit more actual academic thorough research on what various conservative thinkers contemporary and in the past have said about capitalism it's it's positives it's negatives how to cope with the negatives etc etc and this person was like oh yeah tell me all your resources and I was just like no (laughs) Like, first of all, that's not my job. Second of all, it's not my job. Third of all, 
pay me to do that for you if that's what really what you want as a personalized syllabus to your exact confusion. Like, fourth of all, like, basically what I said was, I trust that you're an intelligent person and can figure that out for yourself, you know? And I think people really should be willing to read differing perspectives. And I just think it's important, you guys. Because I think some people on the left, if they actually stopped and thought about it and at least here in Canada, we've got like, we're kind of a different system than the States. In the States, there's like two parties, but up here, there's like a bazillion parties. And so it's very rare to have a majority government up here, I would say, like, don't quote me on that. But we have many parties, like, there's a lot going on up here. And so the political system, like the landscape politically is very different than in the States. And so I do think that some people who consider themselves to be on the left in Canada with our bazillion political parties. Like, if they actually took some time to, like, do more learning about different perspectives, I don't actually think everyone would be on the left. People just like to say they're on the left because that is considered to be, like, the more the most moralizing fucking vibe right now for whatever reason. And I just think it's important. That's, like, honestly what this episode today is about is it's okay to change your politics. It's okay to learn more. It's okay to read books by people that you think you hate or by people that you think you disagree with politically. Actually, I think it's our responsibility to read books by people we think we would hate politically. I think it's really important as you might learn something. You might have a change in perspective and maybe your politics end up the same at the end of it, but at least you've got a better understanding of what the other side thinks and hopefully an awareness that not everyone on the other side is either A, evil or B, stupid. You know what I mean? And there's very many reasons that people from different walks of life feel different kind of ways politically. Sometimes it has to do with a lack of information. Sometimes it has to do with a lack of media literacy, like, life literacy, governmental literacy, like, trauma literacy, all these different things, and it's just interesting, man, like, I was having a conversation with someone the other day, and personally, I am against safe injection sites, I am against uh, the government-funded crack pipes that are being handed out, yes, this is a thing, Um, Google Anthony Fury crack pipe, because this is a candidate, again, that I'm voting for, for mayor in Toronto, and he basically is, like, exposed most publicly. I don't think I've seen any other candidate talk about this. Like, literally drug paraphernalia branded with the city logo, funded by the city, distributed by the city. And I'm against that. Like, I know people sometimes are saying, like, harm reduction, harm reduction, but like his platform says, this is what I believe is I actually don't think we should be enabling anymore. I don't believe in safe injection sites. I don't believe in distributing like safe supply. My opinion is like either you accept treatment and rehabilitation or you can go to jail. Like, you know, because people are dying and it's not safe and whatever. And it's really bonkers. And then, what was I saying about that? Right. Okay. So I was having a conversation with someone about this, like basically explaining like, yes, the city is giving out crack pipes. The city is funding crack pipes. That is what our tax money is going to is giving out free crack pipes. That is fucking crazy. And this person basically was like, well, everyone's just going to do drugs no matter what. So why don't we just like do that? And I actually find that view so pessimistic because I actually believe that we can, we can all get off drugs. 
obviously the root of everything is trauma in the family, I would say more, more often than not. Like that's often what creates addiction, I would say. Um, that's my opinion. Again, I'm not a licensed like anything, but that is my opinion. And so I actually do believe that like people can get clean and sober and get off of these things. And I believe that actually the more optimistic view is to invest in treatment and forcible treatment if necessary. And I've just been told by so many people on the left, like, oh, that's so unrealistic. That's like, you know, I actually find their view a lot more pessimistic than mine. All that to say, I think it's okay to expand our brains. And I think it's really sad state of the world right now in North America where I don't know how it is everywhere else. I know we've got people listening from everywhere. And I don't even know if any of my international people are like listening to this episode. You guys might have fucking tuned out a few minutes ago. But I think it is completely reasonable to believe whatever you believe. Think whatever you think. Like, research whatever you want to research. Expand your brain. And I think it's really unfortunate that right now, like, people are afraid to say what their politics are. People are afraid, even here in Canada, just, like, to be honest with people they know about where they stand on certain things. And it's really unfortunate. It's really unfortunate. And I saw something the other day, um, podcast by somebody, and... I haven't listened to it, so maybe they were more nuanced than this. I don't actually know. But the snippet caught my eye, and it was... I found it completely terrible. And it was this idea that, like, oh, we should just bully people instead of canceling them. We should bully people instead of canceling them. I think that is the worst. And unfortunately, I think that attitude has become really common on the left and on the far left. Is all about canceling people. I fucking think it's ridiculous and stupid. And bullying. Bullying because you disagree with somebody. It's insane. And so, of course, now we're in this state where people are afraid to be honest with each other. Or people are afraid to say, yeah, this is what I think. Like, yeah, we can disagree. Maybe our priorities are different. Maybe we have different ideas about like, how to solve this problem that we both agree is a problem, like, the public safety stuff in Toronto right now, which is fucking crazy. And now people on the left are talking about, like, yeah, let's maybe not cancel, let's bully, as though that's better. Like, how are grown-ass adults literally endorsing bullying? Like, how the fuck is that a thing? And yet, here we are. And yet, here we are. And this is, like, queer, trans activist community people saying this shit i'm like yeah let's just bully people that sounds like a great plan and maybe i'm getting this wrong because i didn't actually listen to the episode i'm hoping that they're being tongue-in-cheek like i really am maybe they are maybe they're not i don't know but honestly i don't even think it's if it was a joke i really don't think it's the correct like political climate to even be saying something like that because i think bullying is incredibly typical you see it everywhere, and I just really don't think it's cool. And I don't think it's cool to bully someone else based on difference in politics. I just don't think it's cool. Like, can we just have a conversation? And you don't owe anyone a conversation. No one owes you a conversation. So, like, do your own reading. And, like, I'm sorry, but doing a Google search is not the same thing as doing research. Like, read some actual books. 
you know, by actual people. Read multiple books, read good books, read bad books. Once you read enough books, you'll be able to figure out which is which. And have the courage to form your own opinions about things. I think that's really, really important. I think we see a lot of group think like right now, a lot of tribalism, especially with the far left and the far right. And it, but people become like really violent and cruel towards people on different sides of the spectrum. And I just really find that so unfortunate and really immature. And I just hope we can all just fucking be different about it. <sighs> this is my episode about politics, my friends. What is the point of this episode? The point of this episode is to read books by people you don't think that you agree with because you might actually end up finding more common ground than you might have originally thought that you might have had. And I think oftentimes people completely misrepresent the opposite political perspective. So, for instance, one example of this, so like the candidate I'm voting for wants to move bike lanes from major streets to side streets. And yet, whenever I talk to a leftist person about this candidate or literally anyone that's not their favorite candidate, the person literally will say, oh, but they want to get rid of bike lanes. And it's like, no, they don't. They just want to change where they are. So it's actually safer for everybody. And I'm a cyclist. Like, I love my bicycle. It's all good. Like, I definitely ride my bike less now since I'm older and feeling less invincible than I did when I was younger. But this is an example, right, where it's like people just argue these talking points and what they heard was true. They don't actually take the time to read the platforms, go actually fucking reading the stuff, and, like, hear what is actually the stance right it's like all these assumptions all these putting words in people's mouths all these like demonizing and just take that time like whether it's an election any time near you no matter what country you live no matter what your political stripe like I just challenge you to read stuff by people that you would assume that you think is crazy I think it's a really good skill building exercise empathy, compassion, understanding, being able to put yourself in someone else's shoes, being able to maybe even change your perspective or like edit it slightly. You know, if you learn something new, the new information can change what we believe or what we think is accurate. And I think that is a good process. It's good to always be learning and I don't think it's a good idea to just be so entrenched in our ways that we're not open to change. Over my life, I have voted literally for every single party here in Canada. I have voted for the... Actually, yeah, I voted for like every party. So the main parties here in Canada, for anyone who is not from Canada, so you guys know, there is the NDP, which stands for the New Democratic Party, which is the most popular left-leaning party there's the Green Party, there's the Liberal Party, which is like the center, so Trudeau is a liberal for anyone who doesn't know, and then there's the Conservatives, and I have voted for every single different party over my time living here, and I have voted based on, sometimes I've based based on the party, sometimes I've voted based on who the person is and their engagement in the community, and I think it's okay to switch it up. I think it's okay to 
vote differently in different circumstances. And I just wish that we demonized each other less and approached each other with more curiosity. And I wish that instead of people thinking I'm evil for being conservative, that they would be like, oh, I wonder why Sabrina feels that way. Like, let me research more about, like, conservative politics. Let me, like, look at the different spectrums of this. Like, let me think about this. Like, you know, for instance, like, for me, issues of public safety is the most important for me. That's, like, for me, like, I would be a single-issue voter. Like, I do agree with everything else this guy that I'm voting for is saying. But honestly, like, that is my priority is the safety in the city and, like, the drug craziness that is just, like, spilling everywhere. And as we age, as we have different experiences, as our circumstances and environments change, it makes sense that the issues that are important to us are going to change too, right? So it's just important. So I would encourage you to be open-minded towards people. Be curious. Be curious. I think that's another point of today's episode. Be curious about other people and why they believe what they believe. Be curious about other people and why politically they feel the way they do. And I would also say don't assume. Don't assume that you know what someone's politics are. Like, if I say I'm conservative, some people might assume that I, like, am anti-abortion or I'm anti-queer, but I'm neither of those things. You know? I think it's just important to be curious about people and just not assume that everyone under like a particular identity politically is like an evil demon from hell. You know, I think it's just important to be fucking curious. Check your assumptions. Check your judgments. Be open-minded. I think it's important. So if you do live in Toronto, please do vote today. Please, please. I would like it if you voted for my candidate anthony fury but if you don't that's okay like go take the vote compass test if you don't know who to vote for and it will give you this cute little quiz where you can see where you're most politically aligned and just google it vote compass toronto mayor election it should come up on google and that can be a really good way to like get curious about yourself and just see like where do you align like that's actually how i realized like oh my views identify actually are conservative like during the provincial elections here i did a similar quiz and i was like oh shit <laughs> what happened when did that happen and yet it did and yet here we are right so be curious be open-minded be open to the idea that you might not align politically with the way that you think you do because sometimes people misunderstand labels and sometimes people just misunderstand you know what they actually believe and what that would be considered or what party is really working for that particular issue. So be open-minded, please vote. I think democracy is important, the best that we can do. And there's a lot of countries in the world that don't have democracy. So I think it is really important that whenever we get an opportunity to vote, that we do it, even if it's a little bit inconvenient. Like honestly, every time I voted here in Toronto, it was like easy peasy and takes like 10 minutes. So I don't know how it's like where y'all live, but I just think it's a responsibility as a citizen, as a person who lives somewhere. I think it's our responsibility to pay attention to the political system, to participate. I just think it's really, really crucial. Get curious. 
don't be mad at your people who live where you live, who feel differently than you. It's like the most pointless waste of time. Instead, get curious about other people. Get curious about the world. Get curious about yourself. And be open to the idea that you might change. And also other people might change. And that's okay. That's okay. Curiosity is the name of the game. So if I was going to give you guys homework, sometimes I give my one-on-one clients homework. So if I was going to give you guys a homework, it would be to read some books by people whose opinions that you assume you would think are psychotic or wrong or just like bad. Read a book by someone like that. You know, whether it's conservative or if you're conservative, maybe read something by a crazy left-leaning person. Like, just challenge yourself to read books by people that are outside of your normal echo chamber. Because you might actually fucking learn something. Even if your politics stay the same, I just think it's really important to always be exposing ourselves to new ideas. And just allowing ourselves to do those thought experiments. And to think whatever thoughts that, you know, we might think of like, oh, this is thought crimes. It's like, no, just think about it. Think about it vibe out, figure it out, and dare to allow your brain to experiment with what your political feelings are. I think it's so important. This might be the longest episode that I've done, so if you guys actually listen to this whole thing, thank you for doing so. I've always been a really politically engaged person um, way back when, you know, my politics, like I said, have changed over time. I've changed over time. I hope we all change over time. I just think it's important. I know a lot of you guys might not give a shit about politics, but it does matter. And I do think being an engaged person in the world, paying attention to what's going on in the world, is a really cool punk rock thing to do. So I'm just going to say that. Okay, friends. So if you're in Toronto, please vote. Uh, Yeah, do the thing. If you're not sure how to do that, Google it. It will tell you. Basically, just like bring your shit to wherever is closest to where you live. It'll be on the Toronto City website situation. You'll be able to find it. Just go vote. It will take two seconds. And that's it for now, my friends. If you want to say hello on Instagram, my Instagram is Sabrina M. Scott. My website is sabrinamscott.com. Of course, I do have the tarot vibe check for this week. Yay! On YouTube, youtube.com slash Sabrina Scott. Just click live and it will be the most recent video as of right now. So just go watch that. It's like an hour. It will give you the whole vibes for the whole week. The vibes are pretty good. So you're going to want to know how to work with that this week if you know what's good for you, my friends. And of course, you can pick up a cute hoodie or t-shirt at shopsabrinamscott.com. And... Yes, that's it. If you would like to sign on for any coaching or have any questions about any of my courses, you can email me at ceo at sabrinamscott.com and I look forward to hearing from you. Thank you so much for listening. I know sometimes my opinions are a little bit out there for some people and I know you guys are like, Sabrina, just talk about witchcraft, but what the fuck is more manifestation-y and magical than like a bunch of people like directing their energy towards an intention like through a vote and then manifesting a reality like that is literally a magical political spell if i've ever fucking heard one so just like fucking try that on for size my friends (laughs) okay that's it for now i'm done talk to you guys tomorrow bye